We originally were planning to talk uh, in this, our obituary section, about, uh, well, first of all, the prominent loss of Saddam Hussein to the world, a man that, uh, you know, is not going to, you know, cause a lot of people to cry over his passing. Let's make a note to later in the month of January, take a respectful look back at some of the prominent people who passed in 2006. We definitely want to address the issues of Milton Friedman and John Kenneth Galbraith, two of America's most famed uh, economists leaving the scene. Just want to note an addendum to the passing of Alexander Litvinenko. We talked about uh, Vladimir Putin a few moments back, but uh, looking down at the cover of The Economist magazine, the December 16th edition, which shows a gangster-like Putin wielding a, uh, a gas pump like a Tommy gun on the cover with the caption, Don't mess with Russia. But uh, the hardliner Russian president, former head of the KGB, seeing as how criticizing him seems to get you poisoned with, you know, fantastically large, expensive amounts of polonium, it's curious that uh, The Week magazine reported that uh, Vladimir Putin had scored a big win on trade. Quoting Alex Rodriguez in the Chicago Tribune, it was noted a few weeks back that after a dozen years of negotiating in the United States last week, signed off on Russia's entry into the World Trade Organization. Of course, one of our favorite non-astronomy photos of 2006 was the one that appeared in the B on November 20th. Wearing Vietnamese smocks, President Bush, Russian President Putin, and Chinese President Hu Jintao were wearing what appeared to be nightgowns. Anyway, we're going to talk only about the living on today's program. We'll get back to some of those obituaries, as I say, later. Uh, prominent among uh, people in the news would be our own movie star governor here in California, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who managed to break his femur while skiing. Now, as correctly noted by Dorsey Griffith, the Sacramento Bee medical writer, uh, while she quoted a Dr. Noah Finkel, an orthopedic surgeon in, in New York, who said that, uh, well... <laughs> The most common cause for a femur fracture is someone crashing into you on the slope. And apparently that's not what happened to the governator. According to reports, the injury occurred while the governor was standing on a ski hill. Noted the article, this has fueled speculation that the Austrian oak's limbs may be brittle because of his admitted past use of muscle-building steroid drugs. Said the governor's surgeon, any suggestion that Governor Schwarzenegger's injury was sustained as the result of anabolic steroid use is wrong and has no basis in fact. His bone was completely healthy and rock solid. Well, from a medical standpoint, uh, I believe that uh, the governor's orthopedic surgeon, Kevin Earhart, protest too much. Although I confess I am not an orthopedic surgeon in my medical experience, Femurs do not spontaneously snap on ski slopes. And we do hope that in the year 2007, something can be done about, uh, about CEOs running rampant in the United States. Apparently, General Electric shareholders were somewhat uh, disturbed to, to learn recently that uh, their former CEO, Jack Welch, had companies supplied bodyguards, Manhattan apartments, and a country club membership. Well, they didn't, they didn't learn this from financial filings, but from court papers during his messy divorce. 
Welch, of course, compensated himself handsomely after the great job he did cutting hundreds of thousands of GE workers from the company payroll. It's an old trick. And perhaps you noticed this article about Revlon billionaire Ron Perelman. He's filed for... He's filed for divorce from his wife, actress Ellen Barkin, just weeks ahead of a deadline set in their prenuptial agreement. According to the New York Post, the prenup reportedly required Perelman, whose worth is estimated at $6 billion, to pay Barkin $20 million if they divorced before their five-year anniversary, but much more afterward. Barkin, a source told the paper, was knocked for a loop when she was served with the divorce papers. She wasn't expecting it, the source said. Perelman, who's been divorced three previous times, was ebullient on the other hand, telling a friend, I'm a free man again. For those of us who are not CEOs, and I think it's fair to say that, in- that includes most of us, dear listener, uh, well, 2007 is going to be a road paved with some new legislation. Noting Tony Bizjack for the Sacramento Bee, as of the first of the year, it's official. Riding in the trunk of a car is illegal in California. Said the article, the new law aimed mainly at teenagers, (laughs) according to its author, is one of a handful of transportation safety measures which take effect this year. It was noted that the, the transportation bill that garnered the biggest headlines last year, a ban on handheld cell phone use while driving, doesn't take effect now. It will not be implemented until July of 2008. We all have a year and a half to buy that uh, hands-free phone or work up some alternative system. Did note in Jim Sanders' article in the B, there's quite a few other uh, laws that, uh, that will, should be noted. And in the few minutes we have left to us, we think we should advise you of this new le- of these new laws taking effect. Like Senate Bill 531 makes firing a BB gun in a grossly negligent manner a misdemeanor. Per Assembly Bill 2067, well, it's going to ban smoking in common areas such as bathrooms or stairwells that are in workplaces or covered public parking structures. We applaud this. This should make it easier for those people who are addicted to cigarettes to get off that health-ruining habit. Senate Bill 1827 is going to allow joint tax returns by registered domestic partners, which are gay couples or opposite-sex partners age 62 or older. From the It's About Time file, we have Senate Bill 202. This prohibits the purchase or sale of a person's telephone calling records without consent. Personally, I was unaware of the fact that prior to this year, someone could purchase my telephone calling records without my consent. Not that I've got something to hide, of course. I just don't like the idea. And I'm sure you don't either. Also from the It's About Time file, we have Assembly Bill 2251. As of 2007, this bans internet posting of personal information about an abortion clinic's employees, volunteers, or patients with the intent to threaten or harm them. Violators would be subject to civil penalties. And our final two items, I'm just not sure what to think of these. But per Senate Bill... 1578, you're now prohibited.
from tethering a dog to a stationary object for more than three hours. No, and we're not sure how it is they're going to check if Fido's been lashed to the tree for 181 minutes. We do hope that police resources will not be diverted excessively into this matter, and I'm sure we can leave the neighborhood busybodies to police this one. And we're really not sure what to think of our final item for the day, Senate Bill 1806. This bans leaving pets unattended in vehicles when extreme weather, comma, lack of food, comma, or other adverse conditions could cause suffering or harm. Now, if you put Rover in the car and he wants to get out and he's obviously suffering from the fact that he's unable to claw his way through the window, does that make you a a lawbreaker? Uh, We're not sure. But fortunately, this program has two, count them, two legal scholars at our disposal, and we're going to put this question to both of them for next week's show. That's it for the program. On next week's show, we hope to bring you C.C. Goldwater and talk about her famous grandfather, Senator Barry Goldwater, and her documentary film, Mr. Conservative. I'm Douglas Everett. This program was produced by Edward McMillan. We would like to thank our guest, Dr. Phil Plate from Sonoma State University, and we hope that he will be returning to the program in the future. I'm pretty sure he will. If nothing else, we want to talk to him about Ophiuchus, the little-known 13th constellation of the Zodiac, and the fact that there's an 85% probability that you're not the astrologic sign you think you are. We'll see you next week at the same time. <laughs>